Welcome to Define You Radio, the place to be for real talk and real tips to help you define your personal and professional life. Class is in session with your host, the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin Wallace. Pens and papers ready. Class is now in session. You know what? Wait, can y'all hear me now? That's nothing but that's, yes. that's nothing yes. but the devil. Wait, okay, yes. see look, that's I did my whole intro. Number one, I apologize. That's how you know it's a live show. I'm going in, right? And my phone is muted. So with <laughs> that's nothing but the devil, because somebody on this line need to hear this real relationship uh information. Jesus, that is too, that's too funny. That's what happens when you when you do a live show. So, uh, welcome to Define. I mean, I did the whole thing, so I'm gonna just run through. Y'all know it's Define You Radio classes in session. I am your host, the Southern Belle of Bold Valencia Griffin Wallace. This month we're talking about real life, which this was just an example of real life and real life stuff that happens. And I'm joined uh, by my fabulous co-hosts, LaVon and Shannon, and it's another hot seat edition. Ladies, if y'all want to go ahead and say hello. <laughs> hello, everybody. Good evening. That is too funny. Good evening. I was wondering. <laughs> I know, but that's what happens. I was wondering why y'all wasn't saying anything. And so we're talking about relationships tonight. Right, so y'all know it, it's a hot seat. Y'all know how we do. Um, so, first of all, let's get everybody's relationship status and or experience. What's your relationship resume, Shannon? You would pick me first, huh? <laughs> uh, so, single. Um, yeah, I'm gonna just go ahead and just cut to the chase. This this complicated. It is, it's, <laughs> it's complicated. It's nerve wracking. It it's headache causing. It's blood pressure rising. Um, it's just hey, I just want to be left alone. Is what it ends up to turning out to be. That's your status. That's your status. That's I just want to be left alone. <laughs> my status is confused. That's, I'm confused. <laughs> Facebook so people, if y'all listening, that right, that needs confused. to be a relationship status. I I, I want to be left alone. I'm confused. That that we just yeah because I want a relationship, but it's too much aggravation, and it's like I I kind of want one, but I want to be left alone. So yeah, I'm 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 confused. Oh okay, we're gonna delve into that. <laughs> For for our for our single, confused and want to be left alone ladies out there listening in the audience, Lavon, what is your relationship resume? 
I am um, happily married. I've been married 17, it'll be 17 years on June 2nd. My husband and I have been together. It'll be 25 years, 25 years on the um, end of of May, May 28th. Mm. Well, congratulations. You have a grown-up marriage. 17 years is almost considered an adult at 18. I, you know, if you think about children, yeah. I thought that was, I, it sounded funnier in my head. Okay, it sounded funnier <laughs> in my head than when it came out. Okay, so my relationship resume. Okay, so this is a, a real talk. Hot seat is getting hot in here. I turned the air off. So let's just be honest. If you read Motherless Child, you know this is not my first rodeo. In fact, this is my third marriage, but three times is a charm. I honestly don't count the first marriage because he was abusive, and that lasted all of six months. So honestly, I don't count that, okay? But legally, this is is my third, and me and my husband will be celebrating our anniversary in a couple of weeks here. And uh, hold on, don't let me lie, Lord. We got married in 2015. We've been together since 2012, so y'all do the math on that. So I do have... Uh, a, a very uh, good experience, like my relationship resume would say experienced, if we summed it up. But mind you, like I said, classes and session, take notes. I don't count the first one. I'm just saying, and legally it shouldn't <laughs> be counted. But <laughs> and I'm and I'm not ashamed of that, you know, because you know sometimes you tell people if people ask, you know, I'm I'm honest. I'm a grown woman. And people will say, you know, ask me that. And when I say, well, this is my third marriage, it's like, oh, my gosh. It's like I said, I got 20 kids. But one <laughs> thing you should know about me, I'm not playing games. I, life is too short. And, you know, so now, mind you, I'm, I'm going to say this piece, and then we're just going to dive in. I had someone say to me, I'm not going to call this person out, but I bet they're going to say it again, right? So I had somebody say to me, um, Something like uh, you uh, something about me being married three times, and say, and I said, well, at least I know how to get three rings, and you haven't had one. <laughs> they didn't say nothing else to me. This was like a year ago. That person hadn't talked to me yet. But <laughs> you, I'm, now you know I love a petty response, and that was real good. <laughs> on, on the pet, on the petty scale, on the petty scale. Is it petty? Is it is it true? I'm just saying. Was on a petty scale, what level of petty was that? Well, see, I you know I like a good petty meter read, and that was a good <laughs> petty meter read. And I do believe if you can bring receipts for your pettiness, then that just makes it even the more better. Wow. <laughs> and yeah, I did say on. the I more better. <laughs> And there you had it from Doctor <laughs> You know, but that but that was a true true response. You know, um, because yes, I have been married three times, and all three of them have involved me getting rings. So that was an honest, truthful response, and I feel like that shouldn't be something held against me that I've been married uh, three. You know, this is my third marriage. You know, and if people decide to judge me on that, well, 
okay, you you go ahead and judge me on that. Meanwhile, I'm happily married. And mm. I'm going to be honest. The first one was abusive. The second one, you read the book. So I shouldn't count that one either. So let's just say I've been married <laughs> one and a half times. Oh, I'm just God. saying, I'm going to pray about that and see what legally I could do. I count one and a half of them. So... <laughs> That's now she's playing space. She just got one in a possible. You know I'm in the South now. You know we play spades and, and dominoes real good. I know. Now, I don't want to ruin the movie, especially since LaVon hadn't seen it as of yet. Oh, yes. But I know Shannon saw it the other day, and I saw it the other day, Acrimony. Uh-huh. My my exact thoughts, and if you guys haven't seen the movie or heard of it, please Google it. I honestly thought acrimony was a made-up word, but apparently there's a definition to it. I'm not mad about the movie. I said a a first wife, and I have I have been a, a first wife, right? And I call mm-hmm. it first wife syndrome, when or or first girlfriend syndrome when you work and give your all to build a man up. And you leave, you know, you can't take nothing no more. And I'm being very mindful because I don't want to ruin the movie. You just can't take whatever. And then all of a sudden, he he's on the come up. Mm. I have questions. Now, LaVon, I know you've been married your whole adult life. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you could pass mm-hmm. to 25. You know, you look like a youngster. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. What, what are? But I'm sure you've had, you know, friends or maybe have experiences in your dating life or have had, like I said, have had friends that have had that, you know, first wife syndrome. That's what I call I gave it a name, first wife syndrome. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I consider myself a first wife, um, his first and his only. Um, so I do, but I have had, you know, girlfriends that have, you know, you feel like we were in love, you know, I helped him while he was in college, he was playing while he was, you know, star of the football team, I'm writing his English report so he could pass his grades and stay on the team, and then, you know, he blows up, and yeah, he dumps you, you know, and go on because he feels like, you know, I've arrived now, and I've, I did all of this by myself, so it is something that I feel that it is a hurtful, you know, it is a that's a very almost soul-wrenching hurt because you feel like I was with you when you didn't have anything, nothing. Mm. And I put my dreams, you know, on hold. I carry both of us so that you can shine in hopes that when, you know, you got to where you wanted to be or we were hoping you would get, then I would begin to work on my dreams and get my shine on, find out it's like the need is no longer there. So, you know, they're gone. I've always said, is it better to be needed or to be wanted? The one thing I always look at is when the need is no longer there, do they really want you? LaVon and drive by five, six, Mike. Okay, the the definition of acrimony is bitterness or ill feeling. That's the definition. Mm -hmm. I just googled it. Shannon, what Mm -hmm. is what's your feeling on the that first wife syndrome, the movie without giving it away, and the word? You know, like I have questions. Um. Well, let me say honestly, I've. 
honest opinion, I was not in love with the movie. Really? I, mm. I, I, I didn't. Um, I, I guess part of it was, I mean, it's it's a real thing. It definitely is a real thing. Cause I've seen it a couple of times, um, you know, with some girlfriends and things of that nature. So it's a real thing, but I didn't quite like the depiction of the level of craziness. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't quite, didn't quite, you know. Um, so like I said, it is a real thing, the, the first wife or first girl from whatever syndrome. It is a, a very, very real thing. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think for most women, it's a need, it's a, it's a, it's a we have this thing where we have to feel that we need it, that we're making a difference, that we're helpful. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I think when you, 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 you will get to a point where you feel like I've helped as far as I can go. And mm-hmm. now for me, um, and my growth and, and growing through the things that I, I'm growing through and like I said, every day is a journey. So I understand the importance of soul partnership. And I think what makes that first wife syndrome so serious is because they don't understand that you are intended to be there for a particular time frame in that particular person's life. Everybody you're not meant to be lifetime with. Some people you're there to help their soul grow into where they need to get to next. You can't take them the rest of the way. So, you know, they, they hold on to this thing that it should have been me, it should have been mine, I should have been there the whole time. But instead of saying, well, I fulfilled my soul's purpose with them, that was my purpose to get them to the point where I got them, and now it was somebody else's job to 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 take them on. So, you know, I mean, I guess probably that's why I didn't care too much for it as, as myself because it's let's not continue to show that side of of it, but can we show a better side to help people learn how to deal with it, you know, to help women understand, hey, yeah, you, you did all of that, but you went as far as you were supposed to go. You weren't intended to go next level. That um, was so blue. mature. That was such a mature response, Shannon. <laughs> and and the fact that you said you didn't agree with the level of crazy, I love that. See, I fully, like, I ain't lying. I, was, I fully was like, girl, go ahead. And I think with the movie, and and then we're going to drop it because I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but I would love if you guys have seen the movie, uh, your feelings about it, what's your feelings about First Wife Syndrome, and post it on uh, Define You Radio's Facebook page and let us know. Because honestly, it happens because, you know, we know as women we want to build, we want to build this this man, we want to, you know, we want mm-hmm. to be all the ingredients in the gumbo. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll probably have a whole new level of crazy if I put all the ingredients in the gumbo and another woman is enjoying my gumbo. Yeah, I might be acrimonious to uh-huh. a level where they can't even make it into a movie, <laughs> you know. So. Oh, oh, Lord. <laughs> but, I mean, you all think about, think of, um, think about the – Movie has um, Hostella got her groove back. Mm-hmm. Think about Angela Bassett in that movie. You know, think about um, 
not only how Stella got her groove back, but think about um, if you ever seen First Wives Club. And it was one of the one of the statements in there that I love, and I think it was Ivanka Trump that was at the time that played in the movie that she, you know, told the ladies, you know, as being first wives, the thing, the one um, thing she always said was, you know, don't get mad, you know, get everything. Yeah. Because she's like, you was that first wife. You was the one that came there and helped build the business. You know, you know, you saw and Mary J had the um song. I was, you know, I was the one that was the secretary, the bookkeeper. You know, I'm making sure everything was running so that you can go out there and get the accounts and get the business only to leave and act like I don't supposed to have anything. I don't I'm not deserving. You forgot where you come from? Now I I remember I I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure I didn't see all of Stella how Stella got her groove back. However, you said Angela Bassett. I think waiting to exhale and then a I I just got a text yes. message about waiting to exhale. I think yeah that's yes. me. We've we've flowing cigarette in my hand and I'm burning your mm-hmm. stuff walking off and then you know yeah so yeah I'm just going to. <laughs> No, I mean, so thank you, so thank you, caller, for texting, texting that. Because that's, that's me. I ain't lying. My husband knows it's still death. And hey, husband, because he is on the line. Uh, mm-hmm. My husband knows. I'm in Louisiana. I know these back roads. Like I said, they couldn't make a movie. And I guess I better stop telling uh, all that online. But uh, <laughs> on the show. But uh, it's a it's a different thing and we're gonna we're gonna get into that because I wanna get into because we know Shannon is is our single co host. Hello? Hello? Yes ma'am. Yes ma'am. Oh I don't know what, what that was. Um okay. So Shannon, now I met my husband online, okay? Mm-hmm. And y'all know this I've said it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I people and I said it. I met him on Plenty of Fish, which is uh-huh. not known for making marriages. This was not eHarmony on Match.com. <laughs> we met on right. Plenty of Fish, and um, I'm just gonna leave it there. I was not looking for a relationship. In fact, my exact words was, "Been there, done that." His was too. Been there, done that. I'm. I just want to hang out and you know have fun. I'm not looking for any type of commitment, but you just can't be going all about town doing stuff. And then I'm married. Shannon, have you thought about dating online? I have, and I have done so. Shannon's like, that's um, all I'm going to say about that. Well, well <laughs> um, I'll say, well, let's see. I'm not going to say it was all bad. It, it, mm-hmm. Actually, it wasn't. It, I'll be honest. It, it wasn't even, it wasn't bad at all. Um, the last guy I dated, I met on, on uh, was it Black People Meet, I believe. Mm. Um, so it, 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 it is an option. Um, I hear a lot of people have negative views about it. Oh, there's crazy people out there. Well, look, there are crazy people walking right past you. It's a crazy man that just met you in the grocery store. It's, it's, it's the same thing. The only difference is the, the gas station. 
Right. You know, that's the laundromat. Wherever you're going, you know, when you went to the club, it's crazy all through, up and through there, all up and through. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, you know, I hear people, oh, I don't want to do that. It's not safe, to be honest. I mean, like I say, nothing is 100% safe anymore. You know, it's not right. back in the day like it used to be. So you have to be careful everywhere. But um, exactly. it is different. I will say I think one of the bigger advantages of it is it does allow you to talk a little bit more before actually meeting them as opposed to mm-hmm. you meet somebody, you know, at the club and, you know, this is the first viewing you get to see of them. You talk a little bit here, okay, you exchange numbers and you want to go out again. But at least for me anyway, meeting someone online, I I allowed myself at least a good month or so ju- in just conversation before saying, okay, well, let's meet because I need to feel your energy. I need to be able to, to – I need to know that if I even go out with you, can I sit down at dinner and have a conversation with you, or is it just going to be dead air? So it's not – I mean, it was not bad. It's, uh, I would tell anybody, at least try it. Mm-hmm. And don't think the website matters because I've had friends go to Christian Mingle (laughs) and have had, you know, that's a whole other discussion. So don't think because it's just like on Black People Meet, it's not not just Black people on Black People Meet. Right. Because when I was on date on on dating websites, Plenty of Fish was not the only one I was on. So on, on Black People Meet, it wasn't just Black people. And uh, right. on Christian Mingle, I'm pretty sure it's not just Christians and, you know, everything else. Um, I'm sure everybody on that. They they just looking to mingle, the mingle part. <laughs> so, but yeah, nice. it's funny. I don't I don't remember how long me and my husband talked, um, but the funniest thing out of the whole thing is my husband literally lived around the corner from me, and we would have never met. We would have never met um, just because of, you know, life how life had us so I thought that was really really crazy and um I know my calm is next to my crazy I'm pretty sure I told him that like before I met him and this is look dating online dating meetup safety 101 you let somebody you send them pictures you send all the information you let somebody know exactly where you're going to be meet them in the daytime you know ask for because my husband could tell you I asked him for his driver's license when I met him. Number one, because I thought he was lying about his age. Because <laughs> <laughs> he looked really, really young. And I was, that's a whole other show, but um, I'm so serious. And But I did let him know I ride with a knife in the car. I probably had uh-huh. it in my pocket. I stayed outside. And talk, like, you, I let him know how crazy I was and stuff. And even in our relationship, um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I definitely agree. Like, I wouldn't go. Okay, here's where I'm going. Um, when I get there, I'm taking a picture of their license, their their license plate, texting it. To, here, this is a license plate. This is a vehicle they're driving. Should something happen, this is what y'all. This this right here is where y'all need to look for me. Here's a picture of what hmm. they look like. Y'all, this is who who I'm with. So yeah. Now yeah. that I I do even even. Outside of online dating, I do that. Period. I don't. Mm. People are crazy. So yeah. Levon, what what are your um, 
experiences listening to your friends? Like, how do your your friends, your clique, feel about online dating? Do you think that their women are more opposed to it, or they're more embarrassed to say, "Hey, I'm gonna try online dating." I think some people feel embarrassed to say that now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think there are probably several or many of them that have tried it or are on those sites, but I don't think they would ever voice and say that, you know, to actually say, you know, how they, and I saw one of the um, commercials, and it may have been Black People's Meet, Black People Meet, where they, you know, were doing, telling all these outrageous stories about how they met. And at the end of the day, they met online, and they really didn't want to um, voice that. So I think if there are any, they probably wouldn't voice it. They wouldn't tell me this is how I met um, such and such or this person. Because See, I would think you a stigma honestly, behind it. Yeah, I'm listening. I think it is because people think, you know, like um, – Shannon said that people think, you know, they oh, people on there are crazy, you know, with catfish come out, people thinking you're being catfished. So I think people just feel like there's a stigma to say, you know, I am dating somebody that I met online. And that's true. And what's funny is because I just got the text from this from a, the same uh, audience listener that has my phone number about people being catfished, and she, I'm not going to say her name, but she is a single woman. And I have thoroughly laughed and enjoyed episodes of Catfish. Catfish. Um, it's funny, but it's sad, you know, because that stuff does happen. But think about it. Honestly, if you are meeting men in a club and you're drunk, what they look like when you're drunk versus when you're sober two days later, is that's a catfish. <laughs> I, I'm speaking from uh, teenage, 20-year-old experience. It's not even that being drunk, Valencia. You think about girls when they go to the club. They got those bundles. You know, they got contacts in. They got bundles. They spanked up tight. They face contour. (laughs) Then you meet them, you know, two days later at the McDonald's, you know, and they, you might get a different person. You you know what? I'm not even going to respond to that. As someone that personally changed wigs a couple of times a week, um, and then y'all have seen my pictures of me all model and tightened up and, you know, look cute, and and my husband has seen that other side around here with the bonnet on, which he hates, (laughs) Um, no makeup, no eyelash, just looking rough, and then I'm, you know, going through my mood and like, I feel ugly, and then... You know, being being the man who loves me to say, you're beautiful. And I'm looking in the mirror like maybe he's looking at one of my pretty pictures on social media, you know. But, <laughs> you know, I wish my husband would say he got catfish because I know when I met him, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. I never thought about it like that. I wonder if men feel like that. So, because you know, if you think about with a waist trainer, a woman come in, waist, you know, waist trainer on, and you know, all of that. Your face done and, been beat um, and contoured, yeah. nails, lashes, you know, a, a, you got some cute bundles or a wig, you can, and they, they look a totally different person. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I can't with y'all. Relationship rules. <laughs> 
<laughs> Notice how I just moved right on. I wish my husband would come home and say something. I wish he would. Y'all don't understand. If y'all don't see me post no more, that means he didn't came home asking me what was bundled. Because he know about, he, my husband knows wigs. He knows, you know, he knows my wigs. He knows my, you know, so that's to me a relationship rule is to be honest. So yeah, my husband, no lie, first thing he asked me was, um, is that your hair or is that a weed? Now, y'all know my husband is not of the black persuasion. So the first thing I told him was, you don't ask a black woman that. Who told you you could ask us that? You know, like, I got offended. You don't oh ask God. Well, I don't know you like that. Oh my so, God. But, you know, now it's part of the our relationship rules. You know, I'm honest with him. Of course, all these years later, he knows. So if you look, yeah. let's say you're with a guy and you look a certain way, do you, like, say, look, this ain't my hair. Let me take the wig off. This is really what I look like. Or let me let you see me without the bundles. Do you think that should be part of a relationship? Like when you not, not, not on the first date, date. Right, down the line, down the line somewhere. <laughs> not on the first date because you might not get the second one. <laughs> no, I mean, I would even say I'm thinking maybe maybe six months in, maybe maybe because I know you me. know you're serious, right? Because right, you don't get the one. You don't get to see, right. You don't get to see me looking crazy unless you know we we at that point. You just don't get to see me. Yeah. You know, with the hair bonnet on, or you just talk about the house. Yes. But you know, not even looking right. No, you don't do that. You know. Yes. We, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. So no bundle discussion on the first date. Y'all hear that? That is a relationship rule. He don't need to know your inches on date uh-uh. one. <laughs> so if if what Shannon have you have you learned that you would say is now a relationship rule for you? Um, as a woman, for me, I've learned that silence is more powerful than than anything I could possibly do. Hmm. Um, I learned because see, I, I, see, you know, I grew up, but you know, you always had to defend yourself. So you know, the pop off game was strong. It's, <laughs> it doesn't take but a half a second for me to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it. Um, so. Go, go, you know, doing that, and you start to learn, like, okay, wait a minute. Every man don't want to hear you just pop off when you feel like it. I'm going to just say whatever I feel like I want to say right now. And I started to learn that when I set, took a step back and just just stopped talking, just stopped, that became more effective than me, you know, running my mouth and, and just going off the deep end. Now, sometimes it, it requires that, but... For the most part, I've learned silence is is stronger than anything possible. I'm not gonna make a comment on that. <laughs> but I, I would say, uh, well, Lavon, what have you learned? What is a, a relationship rule? Look, notice how I'm just smooth and right on past that. Um, <laughs> Well, I I love what Shannon said. I I love what Shannon said. And I do think that is not just for single ladies, but also in married life, that is a strong relationship rule also. 
Mm. Because no man wants, to, even in a marriage, you can't always just, you know, and you can't <laughs> always approach it, approach it that way. Because sometimes when you're so busy popping off, you're not listening. And for me, I, I believe that communication is a very key. It's very, very key to any relationship, any relationship, whether you're parenting or, you know, whether it's your spouse communication is key, but you can't, uh, the process of communicating requires listening because it's called the communication process. You have to stop talking and listen. You have to become the recipient. And in order to listen, you can't be popping off. (laughs) And I think a lot of arguments could be settled by being quiet. Mm. Hashtag amen. Amen. Look, that's what I have to say. <laughs> that is um, – now, I love how y'all tied it in because when I think about the foundations of of a relationship, when we talk about the relationship that will get you to to marriage, and I hate to say it like that, but, you know, I hope no one's goal is to shack the rest of their life. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we're meant to, I honestly believe that you're meant to be married, and those are my, my personal feelings. Now, that don't mean do like I did the first part of my life and just marry anything, you know, but I do believe where we are, we need that, that part. Companionship, you know? yeah. So, yeah, when I look at the foundations of a relationship, and a lot of people are surprised when I say this, but... Number one, communication is definitely one of those foundations. Respect, mm-hmm. trust, Absolutely. honesty, and support. Now, notice I didn't say love. And it's a good reason I didn't say love wasn't a, a foundation. Because people will will love you and cheat on you. Love has many different, love is, you know, mm-hmm. like, Love could have many different meanings, but see, if I respect you and I'm honest with you, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to cheat on you. So that's why Mm -hmm. I didn't say love is a relationship foundation and communication. You know, what do you expect? You know, what do you expect from me? What do I expect from you? Me me and my husband built up a friendship, right? Now, him and my son know I'm – you know, I pretty much agree with the, the silence rule, and my husband's probably laughing right now, um, except when it's my quote-unquote woman time. Then, yes, I've become the pop-off queen most likely at 2 o'clock in the morning because I want a grilled cheese. That has actually happened. Um, mm. But because we communicate, he knew what time it was. Yes. So, and um, the respect is, is definite because someone – being that I've been in an abusive relationship, and I know a lot of the audience member has, uh, a, a man or woman can say, I love you and don't respect you, you know, because they abuse you. So where they could actually love you, they don't respect you. So that's why I didn't say, that's why to me love is not a foundation of a relationship. Respect, communication, trust, honesty, and support. Those, those are my, my feelings. Y'all thought? I agree. I agree. I, agree. I think love love is the byproduct of those things. 
of having that foundation. Mm-hmm. Love is that byproduct. You know, that's what's manifested, was groomed out of that. But that foundation, one, has to be that mutual respect for each other. Yeah. And having those open lines of communication is what helps build that respect because you all are at a place where you can, when you feel safe and secure enough to actually tell someone your innermost, you know, feelings, your thoughts, your fears, you, to be able to open up, to get to that place where you can have that level of communication where you have those soul talks, you know, love is going to come. That's something that, that yeah. comes as a byproduct of those having that foundation. Yes, I totally agree. Very good. I think a lot of people think they they base relationships or, you know, dates off of their feelings. Ooh, he makes me feel warm on the inside, or he makes me feel like this. He makes me feel like that. But then he can't even open chocolate the can door do that for, for you. Hot chocolate <laughs> and can a make good you feel warm on the inside. <laughs> cream. But like you say, you can't have enough respect to open the car door. Uh-huh. But we don't, we don't look because I love him. And y'all, I'm not making jokes at all. I've been that woman. To to feel like, you know, I've been that woman. I love him as he punched me in the face and pulled my weave out, you know? So we talked yes. about back in the day, this was before I was wearing wigs. This was my weave days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I love him. I don't want him to go to jail. as he, You know, so we really have to look at what are we defining as love, and is love enough for your children to watch you get disrespected? Yeah. <laughs> Love on. No, that's you something there. So, yeah, that's my two cents on it. Is yeah. cheating acceptable? Is cheating acceptable? Let yes or no. Absolutely not. No. Like you said, when you respect each other, when there's that level of respect, you wouldn't want to cheat on a person that you respect. You know, respect causes people, you cannot like somebody, but have a level of respect for them that you will be careful in how you act around them or what you say to them or about them. Just because you have that level of respect, you may not like them, but you respect the way that they handle themselves or their job. So it's just, it's almost, it's a deal breaker. Hmm. Why do you think women, women accept cheaters, Shannon? Why do you think Um, that? Because women will tell, he just cheated one time. (laughs) From a single woman's perspective, as far as from a single woman's perspective, I believe it's because, you don't want to be alone, so you'll accept whatever they, they, they're giving you, whatever's happening, and they, oh, baby, I'm sorry, it'll never happen again, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they'll, they'll accept that because I've, I've even heard women say this, that a piece of a man is better than no man. Mm. They, they'll you accept that kind of 40 minutes into the show. <laughs> 40 minutes in, you want to start some mess. I mean, mm. I've, I've heard it. 
I've heard it, and, you know, even growing up, I've heard, you know, older cousins saying it, and, you know, women will do some things, especially women that that are, that that feel they have to have a man. I've heard women say, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, if I have to choose between my children and my man, I'll choose my man. And Jesus. so, yeah, I've heard it. I've heard a whole lot of that one. But it's just crazy to me because they'll accept it because you don't want to be alone and not realizing that. You don't have to be alone, but you don't have to accept less than you deserve either. But it's a disconnect exactly. there somewhere. And, and honestly, I think a lot of it, too, if we even trace back history, it was acceptable then, too. So you have a lot of old grandmothers and mothers telling them, well, baby, it was just one time, you know, he's still a good man, and this stuff mm-hmm. keeps happening. And it keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. So we, some people get in their mind that that's just, you know, that's what men do. That's what a man is supposed to do. But now I could go into a whole history lesson on what men actually did when they messed with other women. When they had multiple women, they took care of them. They didn't just sleep around. They actually took exactly. care of them and with their wives. So there's a whole totally different thing on that, but we're not going to open that one up. Shannon yeah. was like basing her voice behind that. And then let me add yeah. out a hashtag amen via text message. Just want to throw that out there. Um, but I have to okay, agree, so- Shannon, because I I would say that last statement that she said, being a byproduct child of, you know, those circumstances. And, I mean, it's one thing my daughter, my sister and I actually just had this conversation because our we know we have another set of siblings, but I actually was explaining to someone about how my mother as being a teenage, you know, by the age of 15 had two kids. And I was like, we always stayed in a house because they were thinking, you know, where y'all grew up in the project. I said, no, I didn't know what we stayed in the house because although my father had another family, he made sure my mom had a house where we were raised. But nowadays that's not what you see. You don't see those type of things. Men, they didn't, t- they don't take care of to the level that men would have, you know, years ago, as Shannon said. But should you be taking care of a side family? That would definitely bring some acrimonious actions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, you know, it's like Shannon really spoke season of side chicks, you know, like side chicks. Oh, gosh. Men. So side chicks on the back of Louisiana, a Louisiana road. So, um, Mm. but I mean, yeah, that's, okay, so I have questions, LaVon. How y'all start this? This how shows end up over and out. (laughs) I have questions. Okay, so were were, were y'all the first family or the second family? No, no, we were the second family. Y'all We were the second family. Because the other, really? my, the other, our siblings, that was his wife and their kids, and my sister and oh. I were the by, you know, of that extramarital, marital, you know, relationship that was outside of the marriage. But you think back I, in the seventies, that's what a man would have done. Yeah. Now, if it that had been now, you know, of course we'd just been, you know, baby's mama, you know, mm-hmm. y'all would have been on on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number one, I applaud you for for that honest revelation. And here's where I make one. Look how I get quiet. Um, 
And I mentioned this in, in the book, so if you if you read the book, you won't be surprised. But in uh-huh. my second marriage or half of marriage, because, you know, y'all know I told y'all I'm not counting the before I had sex. Mm-hmm. I was I was the cheater. I cheated. I cheated. And he never found out. I mean, if he read the book or anybody that know him listen to the show, they he know. But, you know, it is what it is. Um and I didn't feel bad about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I felt like, okay, I'm stuck in this marriage because the world says, Valencia, you know, you're being taken care of, blah, blah, blah. You should be happy with, mm-hmm. you know, only being emotionally traumatized by this man, you know, because mm-hmm. he wasn't beating me, but I was being emotionally abused. So, therefore, I should be happy, but I wasn't. So, I cheated. I cheated. And um, what's but I think that goes you know, back to that foundation, Valencia. Yeah, what they didn't have that, that foundation. Mm-hmm. And I was honest. I told my husband when we were when we were dating, um, like he when we went from dating to relationship to where we knew it was cuff season. We was cuffing. This was life. You know it. There's nothing mm-hmm. about me my husband don't know. So nobody can ever come back and tell him something about his wife. That's why this is till death do us part, because he knows too much stuff about me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that was a hard thing to tell him, because then, of course, as a man, his questions, you know, especially because I added the part that I cheated and my ex-husband never knew. As a man, mm-hmm. I'm sure that made him feel like, well, she could be cheating and I would never know, because me with my uh-huh. crazy self, you know, a woman don't get caught unless she want to. I told him, right. but that's a to me that's a fact. True. Um, when a woman, you know, those are my feelings, and but that was a hard thing for me. But it kind of goes back to them relationship foundations. I didn't want. How can he trust someone that he didn't know? So I was honest with mm-hmm. him about with about everything about everything, including that. And even though I, I felt like I had a reason why, honestly, there's no reason to tr- to cheat. I should have just left. Uh-huh. You know? Ooh, that was my real talk moment. Shannon, it's your turn. Because LaVon had her <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know that I have one. I don't, I mean, heck, I'm trying to figure this all out. I'm taking notes. So... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, now I will say this. Okay, here, here's mine. And, and y'all can laugh. You can ju- judge me. I don't care. But I said after the next relationship, if it don't work out, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn to be a side chick. I promise. I, I, I can't do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, here's my thing. The, and, and, and I'm going to be real open and cool with y'all. Let me be real open. Okay. The thing is this, yes, right? So I I know me. I know me. When I love, I love hard. And I I do anything for you. If, if, it's, if it's within my power, I will do it. And you get to a point where you understand that everybody's not going to understand your love or even, you know, know that that is, you know, that that's what that is. So you, you I get that. That's fine. But then you sit back and you watch side chicks and you're saying, <laughs> They get bills paid. They're getting taken care of. And they don't really even care about the dude. They, have, they don't have to give him no kind of real emotion, nothing. But they get everything. 
Me over here on the other end, it's like pulling teeth <laughs> to get you to even act like you want to pay some attention sometimes. So why go through all of this when you can already get what it is that you've been trying to get? Just be a side chick. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Y'all just keep me in prayer, okay? I ain't fully, you know, right. I ain't fully went through. Baby, I'm about to fast. I'm about to have a whole prayer call. Oh, no. Jesus, because, send the man. <laughs> you know, like, Shannon, any, anybody you're, you, you're thinking about dating, run them through me because I need to know if that's going to be the person that tip you to side chick status. Cause <laughs> I, <know. think. laughs> I can't. So we could just um, tell you to run before you even get started. Yeah. Before you even think <laughs> about it. Um, I don't, LaVon, you, you tackle that one. I'm, I'm done via, via my text message now. Y'all, cause y'all know y'all can inbox me or if you have my number, you can text me your point. Now via text message, somebody said she has a point. LaVon, talk to the people. I, I can't. Really? I can't. I'm acrimonious over here. Thank you. I'm saying something. <laughs> no. Because the, the way, now, okay, let me put the, um, let me put the other LaVon on the phone. Okay. <laughs> is this the petty LaVon? What LaVon are we about no, to No, this is not the, not the petty. This is not going to be the petty. Oh. This is going to be the real LaVon. We're going to put the petty on the side for a moment. Okay. And this is for the listener also that thinks that this is a good point. This, the reason why this is, a, is not a good point is because, one, Jesus did not die on the cross for you for you to have a piece of a man to be aside anything. He was pierced in his side so that you can have a whole and complete life. You be whole and complete within yourself, and I promise you God will send that whole and complete man that can understand the depths and the levels of you. But the thing, I think, and a lot of this that comes back to one being at that place where we understand who we are, understand our value and our worth, and understand first more than anything you have to understand that communication process because you can't go into the relationship, you know, not telling what your expectations are. You, um, The post that I put out there earlier today, you can't take those same bricks from that house, that those past relationships, and try to build, you know, a, a new relationship with it because you got the same foundation. You can't take that same mindset. You can't take that same foundation into a new relationship. You have to get take one, take ownership of your boys. Let them know you've made enough mistakes to know what you don't like, what you don't want. Tell them how you take, how you want it, what you expect from the get-go. If they run, then let them run because that lets you know they're not for you. But when you when you can tell all of that, like Valencia said, she told her husband, look, this is all of my craziness right here. And you can, you still you cool you still you still willing to get in the car? I done told you it's a knife under the seat, and we finna go for a ride. And, and they stay. Then that you know we might right. can work with this right here. We might can work right. with this. And that's the thing, Shannon. Okay, so let me say this, like real talk. Shannon is not going to be anybody's side chick. I love Shannon. <laughs> and I, I will hook her up and make her move to Louisiana. Okay, that's number one, two, and three. And uh, <clears throat> so I just want to put that out there. And let me add this too. Side chicks are winning on, on Facebook, on social media, right? Yes. And I could go stand in front <laughs> no, of a mansion and be like, 
Yay! Being a side chick rules in front of somebody else mentioned, but on social media, y'all think some dude then bought it. Mm-hmm. So, no, Shannon, okay? Don't make me make you a shirt and have you wear it. Um <laughs> Cause that that you know, and then it, I guess the song don't help. Uh, whatever the song is, when the girls talk about being the weekend, she will get weekendly murdered. Uh-huh. Hashtag mm-hmm. acrimonious Valencia. Won't make so, it to um, Monday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if y'all don't know, y'all know what song I'm talking about. I ain't even gonna say it because I didn't pay for no uh mm-hmm. marketing. Um, they hate that song. I I do too. So let's talk about dating, dating with kids, and this is one of my rules because to me that's a whole other kind of relationship rules. Once you get your sense about you, I'll say that. Once I got my sense about me, and you know I'm very fortunate that my husband married me after I found myself. When he, you know that when we got together, I had found myself enough to to when I dated him. I said X, Y, and Z, and I said, I'm not getting in a serious relationship until I meet your kids because if I don't like your kids, we will not get serious. That was that was a rule. And and people don't, women don't think about that. Men don't think about that either. So you all in love, all googly-eyed, y'all sharing sodas and stuff, and you meet as children, and they tearing your house up. Mm-hmm. Y'all got to, I'm just saying. So, Shannon, write that down. You better yeah, be his like his kids. Mm. So that's my um, that is my going towards marriage tip, I guess, or any any yeah. relationship thing. Another rule I had, you know, with me and my husband were quote unquote dating. Um, we're in a relationship at this point. After he had a certain amount of hangers, and he will tell y'all this is a hundred percent true. I told him once once your clothes pass this space, and I think I gave him about an inch in a closet. I said once your clothes pass this space, you have to pay bills. Those <laughs> those double the rules. He was, I love it. And so I think it it, it might have been about a about an inch uh, worth of room, you know, about four or five hangers worth something like that. Um, because once you have this much space in my closet, yeah, you need to pay bills. And guess what? I knew when his his space, his clothes passed that spot in my closet, he was ready, and we started talking about bills. And hence, people think my rules are crazy. We married happily. Y'all know I'm diehard behind mine. And I met his kids. And I said, I told him, okay, I could deal with them. I met his kids like a year after we were together, something, give or take, something like that. And I was cool with that. I let my son, Cameron knew when we were, when we were dating, I was like, look, I'm seeing this dude. Because <laughs> I think it's important we try to hide stuff from our kids all of a sudden. We yeah. bring in, here's your new stepdaddy. You know, and them and kids, kids know. like, what the world? Yeah. So I had a conversation with with my son. I said I'm dating dating this guy. I really you know like X Y Z and whatever else. I said um, we're in a relationship. You know when you get ready to meet him. Now mind you, Cameron was like in ninth or tenth grade. Um, when you get ready to meet him, let me know and you will meet him. So when Mama's you know going out of town or doing this this and this, this is where I'm at. And that's that's how it went. And now him and my husband are are really close. Cam, Cameron decided when it was time to meet him. 
and we can't force that on kids. And I have been the the quote unquote the step kid because one minute daddy there, next minute this other man there. Like, mm-hmm. do I not have a choice? And we need to think about that. Otherwise, you got a a bonus kid and a bonus dad going at it, and you wondering why your house is acrimonious. That's my word yeah. of the day. <laughs> That's your new word. <laughs> That's my new word. But we don't think about that. And then you have men that you really don't know. You know, you don't know his middle name. You don't know his social security number. You don't know his parents. And you have him in the house with your daughters. Mm, yeah. That's a whole, another whole show right there. I yes, know. That might is. be a whole other high that's topic. A show. Yes. That's a show by itself. Mm-hmm. We have to be mindful of that. Yes. So, one of my rules, and I'd like to give this to all, you know, single people, not just women, men too. If you have a problem with your child growing up to be this person or dating a person like that, then that lets you know that is not the relationship that you need. So meaning yeah. I have a son, and my husband, when I met him, hard worker, he respected me, open doors, X, Y, and Z. So if my, if my son grew up to be just like my husband, would I have been, am I okay with that? The answer is yes. So you, if I had a daughter, if my daughter dated someone that was like my husband, would I be okay with that? That's what we don't mm-hmm. ask because we date yeah. these, date, you know, uh, a man we meet in a club, he at the club five days a week, can't get a job because he's, you know, smoking weed, getting high, hanging, playing PlayStation, whatever. And play are you fun. okay if, if your son, yeah, are you okay with your son growing up to be that man? If your answer is mm-hmm. no, girl, run, hashtag, mm-hmm. girl, run. That's my, that's what I had to say. <laughs> Yes, honey, yes. That's not a good point. Woo. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I'm telling you, this this is very a very interesting relationship. And, you know, audience, if you guys have a question, I think I will I'll go ahead and open the lines up. You could either press one. A lot of y'all have been texting me. But if you would like to add your two cents or ask a question, please feel free to press one on your phone, and we would love to get you on because we're we're at eight o'clock. I guess we'll give it a few more minutes if you guys are good with that, ladies. Yeah, I'm good. Y'all good? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I would love to hear what the brave audience that has been texting me has to say. So press one and let's hear your thoughts. So while we're waiting to see who's brave enough to do that, um, I ought to unmute my husband's phone, but. If you've ever heard a show with me and him, you know he just doesn't do right. Okay, so we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna do that, husband. Um, one of the things I learned was how to fight fair. What yeah. are y'all thoughts on that? Oh wait, hold on, y'all. We got a brave caller. Y'all ready? <laughs> ready. Okay. All right, caller number ending in seventy two. Hello. Hi, it's Miss Hi. So, um, hey. I just kind of wanted to uh, briefly talk about acrimony, uh, really quickly. Um, I do believe in, um, you know, the the first wife or first girlfriend syndrome or whatever, the uh, Valencia named it. 
Um, I've never been that person because, I mean, when I'm done, I'm done. However, uh, as far as the movie is concerned, like, I really had mixed feelings about that because, yes, yeah, she did. Like, she did. She she built him up and she lost her everything, um, you know, while she held that man down. She lost everything. But then he came back and um, he, he blessed her game. He well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but he came back and um, he blessed her game. So I'm not saying that what he gave her was sufficient enough for all the things that he went through. But at the end of the day, she is the one who asked for the divorce. Now okay, the part so- that I do feel like she was wrong was well, he was wrong was because. When he handed her the package, I'm trying not to tell the movie, but when he <laughs> when he handed her the package that he brought her, he didn't have to tell her how he felt about her. He should have left that part out of it because that's what made her go insane. Right. Yes. Do, um, do you think – go ahead, Shannon. Well, I'm going to say I have to disagree with, with that that last part because – I don't think there was anything wrong with him expressing the fact that he'll always love her, you know. But he knew she was crazy already. So, yeah. But but she knew she was crazy already. He shouldn't have said that. Yeah. (laughs) But he loved her even through the crazy. He loved her through the crazy. You know what I mean? And he did. did. And and so, at the same time, I think it was just an expression to let him know that I'm also going to love you yet. That, that's not to say that I wanted to be with you. That doesn't say that we can work it out. Because even after he said that, she rebelled back. You know, well, we might we never get back together. But it now changed her mind when she realized what he handed to her. And then when she went and researched all that happened, now you change. Now you want it. You didn't. That tells me you didn't want it because you genuinely still love this man. You wanted it now because you wanted the dream that he sold you back way back when that you didn't want to hold out for. Mm. Thank you very much, Nakisha. Um Okay, so do you think <laughs> do you think um uh, that when you're breaking up with somebody, because that that kinda, you know when you when you break up with somebody, do you need to say, you know, I don't think that we should be together, but I still love you and, and everything else. Do you think it should be all of that? Because, see, I could see you saying you breaking up with me, um, and then we have a, another caller, so give me two seconds. Um, but I could, you know, like, I'm, I, I have dropped the mic. I ain't going to lie. I've been straight heartless in a breakup. I've been straight, straight heartless. Um, in a breakup, but what's so funny, the the guy I dated before my husband <laughs> actually e- either emailed my husband or texted my husband or something like that and told him, you know, how bad of a person I was and everything else. But mind you, my husband already knew about the dude. And I did, I, I did drop the mic, you know, on that relationship. I just kept going. I broke, uh, you know, I cut ties and kept moving. So what are y'all thoughts? 
I think some people feel like they need an explanation because they need closure. I'm kind of like, um, I don't know if it was the caller or Shannon that said it. I'm one of those, I'm out. You know, we good. We don't, we don't, we say our goodbyes. Okay, you good. I'm good. We, we part in ways. You know, I'm one of those people. Once I cut my feelings, I can walk away, you know, still speak to you. Hey, how you doing? But I don't feel like a whole drawn out explanation is needed. But some people do need something. Mm-hmm. So I guess you have to know the person, you know, what they need and be respectful. If that's what they genuinely need, then give them what they need and then keep it moving. I agree. Shannon, how have you broken up with people in the past? I have questions. Is it appropriate <laughs> to break up via text message? And I, you know, like, have no, you I don't broken up with somebody via text message? No. No, I haven't. Have mm-hmm. I been tempted? Have I been tempted? Yes. Yes. Dear John Letter. I mean, and the temptation was not because, you know, I was going to be weak or something. No, because the temptation was I'm one of those people, once I mentally cut you off, it's I'm, mm-hmm. I can't. I, just, I cannot get past that. And Right. You just don't know yet. I, I broke up with you, but right. you just don't know yet. Right. Pretty much. Pretty much is where it's at. Mm-hmm. And then, so... Mm-hmm. But to break up in a text, I mean, like I said, I've been tempted, but not be, and, I, and I didn't do it because at the end of the day, I always, I'm a firm believer in what you put out is what you get back. And I don't yeah. ever want anybody to do me in a manner to end a business deal or to, or to, to end some, you know, to do something and send it through a text. Because that, to me, that's mm-hmm. Say it to yeah. my face. I'm a big girl. I what can handle it. What if they did you dirty? So, what if they did you dirty? You know, like what if you found out they cheated? Okay, before I go in, let's let's take the next. Oh call. yeah, we ain't okay, gonna have no text anyways. We ain't gonna need no text if I if some dirty like no, we're gonna meet face right. to face. That you part. know, y'all hear Levon, right? Y'all hear Levon. That's all I gotta say. Hold on. <laughs> Caller, no welcome to Define You Radio. Hi. First, hey, I just want to say, Lord, forgive me because I have done the same thing. I have cut completely, like, do not answer the phone, didn't block the number. I just, like, didn't talk to them anymore. They don't even know what happened, but I know what happened. Oh, you ghosted somebody. Yeah, Uh like I literally did, like, for years and still haven't talked to that person. And and don't feel bad about it. Should I feel bad about it? Should I... Because I really don't want nothing like that to come back on me, but I felt played during our, during the whole relationship, and we don't have to talk about it because I know it happened. So I just was I like called his mama like, look, don't don't call me no more. I'm gonna call the police, and that's that's a wrap. Have <laughs> they tried to reach out to you? Yeah, and I just I put it I put it on my phone to where like do not answer instead of me actually okay. blocking the number. It was like, yeah, you can call all day, these messages, but I'm not going to answer the phone. Okay. And it happened for like a year, and it, I mean, I still wouldn't answer the phone. Ooh. Is that bad? I, I wouldn't Lady. say it was bad. Um, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say it was bad. Um, I mean, you, at the moment, you did, did what you felt was the best way for you to handle that. So I would never say that was bad. Yes. However, however, I mean it's been a year, and for me, because like I said, I am a believer that you reap what you sow. I believe that wholeheartedly. 
So and. for me, I would definitely come back and clear that up. And, I mean, yeah. make it plain. I'm just clearing this up. This ain't even about you. I'm, this is real selfish. This is about me because I don't want this to come back to me. I didn't talk to you right. because I knew you were going to lie, and I knew you were going to try to cover it up, and I didn't want to deal with the lie, and I didn't want to get pissed off because you was lying to me again, and I, then I could see myself, you know, throat chopping you because you're lying to me. But see that last right. part, Shannon. You just had to put that last part in there. <laughs> you, you hear that ba- when that bass come in her voice. When that bass comes yeah, in her voice, you know, had to put that last part in there. <laughs> my because. I understand because I've been there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been there where you know, you already know what happened. You know, yeah. you know for a fact what happened. And you know they're going to lie. So you know it's going to upset you more than listen to them try to lie their way through it. And you know what happened. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it just feels better just, you know, just I don't even want to deal with it. Let me just go ahead and yeah. keep it moving because you're going to piss yeah. me off if I hit a lot. So, yeah, you over it now. You good? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just wanted to let you know, for me, for the benefit of my, for me, for, for my, you know, my good clean energy field here, I just cut you off because this, I knew this happened, and I knew you were gonna lie, and I didn't want to deal with it. But I pray and hope and everything is good. And put okay. thank you. Have a nice day. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, honey. That was a great LeBron, what what's your response to, to that? I'm not that mature. Shannon, I have to give you some credit because I am not that mature. Um and I'm just gonna say that because I'm gonna tell y'all what what I did when I found out somebody cheated on me back in the day. I'm gonna tell you what I did. It was far from mature, okay? So let me just say that. But LeVon, go ahead. What's your what would you say? I, I, I agree. I would. I think I would want to. I think that closure, if especially if the person just kept calling, just to, even if it was look, we done, hang up. You know. <laughs> now the last part, Shannon had to put a little extra icing on the cake. You know, with the throat punching. I knew you was already gonna lie, so I didn't even want to avoid all that. But having that closure. <laughs> You know, I do believe, because I do believe in the that same thing, the good energy. I would want that off my conscience to know that, okay, look, I heard you out. Even if they, you know they're going to lie, but just hear them out. And then, but I'm one of those persons, you know, I have the faith. I, I can sit there and listen to you while you talking. Of course, I'm calculating up my laundry bill and, you know, some other things that I'm going to do later on that evening. And once you finish, <laughs> I'm like, okay, goodbye. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I can get up and walk away. Y'all are good people. (laughs) Okay, y'all, y'all really. um, And I'm so glad I've I've grown and I've prayed, G baby, mostly out of Valencia system. Uh, But you know, I'm gonna be 100% honest, right? So back in the day, I had a real, like, real close girlfriend. Like we were, like, we were like sisters. And I had this guy for years. We had a weird relationship, but it was still a relationship. Now, I was in my 20s or late teens, 20-something like that, but I was serious. He was like, you know, a thug, which is what I was into back in the day and everything else. And they seen pictures of each other, okay? So they knew who each other were via picture. Never met. Mm -hmm. So long story short, but I knew she was a loose woman, and I'm going to say that nicely. I knew she was loose. So, but that was still my friend. She, you know, I never had around a man, around my man, which was the rule. 
you know, right? You don't bring your friends, especially when you know that they lose. Right? So I was mm-hmm. like, no, no, the rules. They, quote, unquote, met at a barbecue, did some things. She came back to me, no lie. She came back to me the next day because she realized who he was and told me what happened. Now, honestly, I feel like, you know, there might have been some jealousy on her part, and she did it. Because if I did something like that to a friend, oh, I would take that to my grave. But she came back the next day and told me. Being a soldier that I was, full G baby mode, early 20s or whatever, I said, oh, it's good. I called him. He denied it, like 150%. I don't know what that girl tried on, you know, all this. I said, it's good. So what I did to him. There was this guy that he absolutely detested at the barber shop. I started flirting with the guy, letting the guy cut Cameron hair, letting them, you know, I got free haircuts out the deal and everything else. And, you know, men's barbershops are very messy. So it got mm-hmm. back to him that this dude he hated at the barbershop was, you know, taking me out and everything else. Long story short, they almost got in a fight. He called me like, why would you do this X, Y, and Z? I was like, you know, payback is a cuss word y'all fill in the blanks, left it alone, never talked to him again. With her, um, there was this dude she really liked because he was a quote-unquote baller and everything else, and he was disgusting because I act like I forgave her. Y'all, this was how crazy G-Baby was. I act like I forgave her, went to the boat with them. I was sitting, you know, I was going with one of his friends. They were going. And um, we went to, to the boat together and stuff. But I could tell that he was one of them, you know, sneaky, talk to your girl type of dude. So I started flirting with him. So what I did, I said, look, you give me some money to gamble with. You you tell her, I'll give you my number, but you ask her, is it okay? And then on the way back home, she got to sit in the back. He was all with it. And so I'm just looking. I ain't, I told y'all, this was G-Baby days. Don't nobody inbox me about Valencia. You was wrong. I was young, okay? <laughs> and so the whole way back, it was like an hour-long ride the whole way back. I'm just looking at her from the um, mirror in the back, sitting in the back seat now, and I'm just smirking, smirking. You know, I kind of felt bad and kind of didn't because I would not have done that had they not did it to me. So after he, after the dude, like, left, dropped her and his friend off or whatever else, he came back to the house, and I was like, okay, thanks. Have a nice day. He was like, you know, this. I was like, no, honey, you just played a part. Thank you. Have a nice day. And I don't know how I'm still living. Y'all don't know the type of dirty stuff I did. Um, but that was my experience with cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has nothing yeah. to say. So, um, not, not yeah. I don't not know. How I, not a word. Look, that's all I have to. That's, hey, that was like bursting in my system. You know, that was like bursting. It was like so, so long ago. And, I, like I said, I kind of feel bad and kind of don't now that I'm mature because I'm like, Valencia, you went all the way left, all the way left. But I was hurt. So my philosophy then, especially in relationships, you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you to where you're going to remember the rest of your life. And y'all have to, that, that spirit, y'all have to pray up off you, I'm telling you. I had to pray that off of me because it made sense to me. 
Yeah. And me and somebody text me, G baby, and they crying laughing. Y'all, G baby was something. Y'all have to pray that off. <laughs> and uh, that's what what I have to. Those are my ten cents and real talk, real confessions of the show. My my goal. I I know a lot of single women, and I know women that are just like. Shan, I think, you know, my plan is for when Shannon gets married, and I've told her before, you know, I'm going to be in the wedding probably the flower girl. I ain't no written rules on the age, okay? <laughs> um, and I think we just have to look past the I'm a superwoman and I need a man to, you yes. know, who can meet my superness. No, you're, you're, that's not your job. And I think a, a problem when, as women in this space, and all of us are, are speakers and authors and out there, like, setting the roads on fire on purpose, but you have to ask yourself, are you ready to be a wife? So I'm still a superwoman, but I'm a, but I'm a, I'm a super wife and a super mom. Yes. You know, and that was a hard thing for me to accept because I didn't know how to be a wife. I didn't know what that looked like. I come from a family of happily, not happily, unhappily single or shacking or unhappily married women. I didn't know what a wife looked like. And it took a couple of times for me to get it right. That's my hmm. advice. Really know, like, okay, you're ready not to give up on yeah. your dreams because part of your requirements, you're going to date a, a man or woman that supports you. But are yes. you ready to 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 be a Hang wife? Are you ready to be a wife? So that's that's Hang my tip slash question. Lavon, what would you like to end in tonight's show with the viewers? The, the viewers, Lord have mercy. Okay, I, I received that, Jesus. <laughs> I yes. received the because uh, y'all know I'm always doing stuff. I'm gonna just say that. Um. <laughs> What would you like the audience to take away from tonight's show going forward? And you will be the matron of honor in Shannon's wedding. <laughs> yes, Go ahead. Yes, <laughs> First and foremost, it's for the ladies that are single, get to know yourself, understand what it is, your wants, what are your desires, and be able to articulate that going into the relationship so that you set that good foundation, you know. And for those ladies that are married, don't forget how important communication is. If you feel like you haven't had that up until this point, find your voice and be able to sit down and sometimes hear those hard truths because sometimes we don't want to hear what our spouse is saying, but be able to hear those hard truths and be able to articulate your truths so that the marriage can be able to be rebuilt at that point. You know, any relationship, sometimes you have to go back and reinforce that foundation. Be willing to do that. Shannon, yay, who will not be a side chick? What would you no, like to add? Good. Although I, I, although I did say that, um, yeah, seriously, that's not, I, I can't even bring myself, <clears throat> excuse me, to even being that kind of person. But I know I just think, <laughs> I think as, as 
from a single woman's perspective, um, I mean, LaVon pretty much said it. You have to get to know yourself, know what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, what you want out of life. Know who you are. Love you first before you can expect somebody else to love you. And honestly, just stick to your guns. I mean, I know I know it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot of pressure. It's a lot of heartache. It's, it's a lot going on. And, and relationships, I don't know, for whatever reason, in 2018, just the whole dating scene seems to be bananas. It's crazy. But Stick to your stick. Stick to your your ground. Stick to what you believe and what you want. Don't waver from what you what you feel is is out there for you. Um, you know, yeah, it's hard, but I do believe that for for some of us, there are some of us. Um, I'll, matter of fact, I'll end with this. Uh, um, one of the the older ladies that um, I went to church with, she told me one day. She said, you know, it's easy for men to come through to and, and these women get a man and you see all these women with a man, well, how does she get it? How does she get it? She said it's easy to pick an apple up off the ground so they don't have to do much. She said, but the apple yeah, that is absolutely good for the them, a, she said a good apple, an apple that's going to nourish you, an apple that's going to give you the vitamins and nutrients you need is that one you're going to need to get a ladder and climb to the top floor. She said, so don't ever fall out of a tree because you want to be wow. caught. You stay there, make them come get you, and you can then nurse wow. them and y'all can do together. Come on, Grandma. Dropping <laughs> That's the mother of the church speaking right there. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Get it was. Battery time and get me home, boy. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I was in, I'm about, That's the church mama home. speaking right there. Look. Yes. Ta- wait. My husband is still on, on the line listening, so don't – so husband – that's right. You you knew to climb up that ladder and pick this apple. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> but okay, real quick, Shannon dropped the. I was trying to let you drop the mic, Shannon. However, yes. somebody got like one more thing to say. It, we are ending the show, so caller, I'm going to to let you say your last piece, but you got like make it quick. So hold on one second. <laughs> Go, Hi, it's Nikisha. Um, I just wanted to chime in to and add to what Shannon said about um, just you know getting get it as a as a single woman and just getting to know you. Um, one thing that I learned that worked for me is dating myself. So uh, it sounded it sounded crazy when the first time somebody ever told me like date yourself, take yourself out on a date. It sounded like really crazy, but after being with uh, the man that I was married to for 10 years and eight of those years being married to him, like you have to detox yourself, mind, body, and soul. So that is like the best advice that I tell single women that, you know, want to jump in and out of relationships. Like you have to take time for yourself and just detox your mind, body, and soul. So don't be afraid to date yourself. Take yourself out on a date. Open up your door. Hold your own hand. Like be your own partner. Because I'm telling you, like, there are some things that I learned about me during that process that I would have never known if I would have been man hopping. So that's all I had to say. Thank you, ma'am. And that is advice for married ladies also. That is some good advice for married ladies. Still continue to date yourself. And hold your own hand. That's a hashtag. (laughs) Hold, yes. hold your own yes. hand. I love it. 
ladies. It has I been it. phenomenal. Hot seat to where we had to do an hour and a half. I knew it was going to be hot. So make sure you guys <laughs> stay tuned because um, we may do a relationship part two on our next hot seat. Ain't no telling. We know y'all love when we talked about colorism. Um, but the only way is to stay connected to the hot seat host and co-host. You can do that on Define You Radio's page. I really want to discuss arranged marriages. Should we do that? Hmm. We might have to talk about that next time. So with that being said, pens and papers down, class is officially over. Make sure you are connected with all things define you. And remember, your past doesn't define you. It gives you definition, and it's up to you what you do with that. Thank you again, ladies. It has been a truly great show. Good night. Thanks for listening to Define You Radio. Make sure you connect with the show at www.defineuradio.com. Pens and papers down. Class dismissed.